What if we believed that he truly loved us? What if we believed with all our hearts that he was pleased with us? What if we took God at his word? Would that change the way we lived our lives? Let me list some characteristics of the, that the Bible teaches us about God. I mean, this isn't an exhaustive list. God is supremely good. God is kind. God is love. God is all-knowing. God is all-powerful. God is holy. God is righteous. God is merciful. God is gracious. God is faithful. God is truth. God never changes. God is infinite. God is just. And God is glorious. Most of us know these things about God. But when we sin, do we believe them? When we feel unlovable, do we believe it? When we make decisions, do we believe it? When we don't understand the things that are happening around us, do we believe it? If we use the Bible as a manual about God rather than a manual about ourselves, would it change the way we do things? Would it change the way we understand the Bible? We're just finishing this deeper journey. And I believe one of the biggest challenges I've received through this is that the only way I'll go deeper with Jesus is by understanding who he is. I have to read my Bible looking for God in every book rather than to see how the book affects me. I have to understand who God truly is. If I, if I do, it'll be much easier to discern what I should do. We need to read the Bible to understand who he is rather than who we are. The better we understand God, the better we can understand ourselves. The Bible says that he wants to make himself known. In 1 Corinthians 2 verse 10 to 14 it says, But it was to us that God revealed these things by his Spirit. For his Spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. No one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirits. So we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. When we tell you these things, we do not use words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given to us by the spirit, using the spirit's words to explain spiritual truths. So why is it that when we hear him speak, we debate our obedience? We question if it's him that we heard speaking. We take time to evaluate how it will affect our lives. I'm not saying we should be stupid in our obedience. Um, of course, we need to keep accountability with the people around us and seek advice as to the how. But are we not saying to God that we don't trust he is who he says he is by disobeying or by delaying our obedience. If just doing it was that simple, we would all be doing it. What makes it so hard? How can we move from being immobilized or crippled in our journey towards God, God's plan for us? Perhaps our view of God stops us from deepening our relationship with him. If we see him through our own earthly perceptions, we will never understand who he really is. 
it's not possible to truly understand what it means to be God. But instead of trying to fathom it, we need to determine to keep our view what we know of God, despite what we feel, despite what we see around us. When we know the truth of who we know God to be, we don't need to make sense of everything because we can fall back on the assurance of who he is. Oftentimes we get pulled into debates when we start thinking about this and arguments regarding theological stances, trying to understand God. But something we need to settle is that God is divine. We are human. We cannot begin to understand the things and ways of God. And to cause division and discord through debates just sets us back from his intent for us. There is a space for debates to expand our knowledge and to grow in understanding, but these should never become a distraction from what God has for us. God has created us for relationship. He came to Adam and Eve in Genesis and walked with them in the cool of the day. In Jeremiah, it speaks of the Lord revealing secrets. In Romans 8, verse 3 to 4, the Bible shows us God's redemption of the relationship with him. The law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent his own son in a body like the bodies we sinners have. And in that body declared an an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. He did this so that the just requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us who no longer follow our sinful nature but instead follow the spirit. As with any human relationship, some effort is required on our part to keep it going. I don't know if you've ever been to a school reunion or met up with a friend that you haven't seen in years. Initially, you have a great time and you reminisce, but soon you realize that time has passed and there are things that you don't know about each other. You've both walked journeys. And then some effort is required to keep it up, to go deeper. Sometimes we deal with God the same way. We're saved and we grow in a relationship with him. It's easy and new and not, doesn't take much effort. But then life gets in the way. And because we value the relationship, we try and keep connected to God. But we move from an in real, in real life relationship to almost like an online relationship. We learn about God, we log in when we have a moment, we listen um, to podcasts and preachers, we may even talk to our family and friends about what we're hearing, but we stop going to God just to be with him. And unless we engage with him, the relationship cannot deepen and grow deeper roots. If we could grasp who God really is, we would allow ourselves to be led by the Holy Spirit and we would find a relationship with him that is beyond anything we could ever imagine. Galatians 5, verse 16 to 18 says, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under the obligation to the law of Moses. If we had the right view of God, we could live the life God intended for us in a deep relationship with him 
we would allow the Holy Spirit to lead us because we would trust him. Jeremiah 9, 23 to 24 says, this is what the Lord says. Don't let the wise boast in their wisdom or the powerful boast in their power or the rich boast in their riches. But those who wish to boast should boast in this alone, that they truly know me and understand that I am the Lord who demonstrates unfailing love, who brings justice and righteousness to the earth and that I delight in these things. Let us be those who can boast that we truly know God.